0: This podcast is brought to you by Mezcala Nursery, located at 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California 90805. Mezcala is family-owned, family-ran since 2007. This is the house of succulents growing grounds, you guys. I'm talking everything you can possibly imagine in the succulent realm, from your common everyday plants to more rare and obscure imports. They have all kinds of different cacti and euphorbias. They can service your landscaping needs. And they have a bunch of hoop houses dedicated to houseplants. And I go to Sergio anytime I have to do a pop-up. Anytime I'm going to do a pop-up, I go to them and I keep my shop stocked by supporting Mezcala. They have everything you need in one place. Mezcala is also on Instagram, at Mezcala Nursery. They keep their stories updated daily of these plants that can come and go really quickly. You could miss it. Make sure to go show them some love. It's also very family-friendly, and the customer service is on point. I'm there all the time. I bring my kids with me. They always have a great time. 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California, 90805, Mezcala Nursery. Welcome back to If Plants Could Talk. This is Garrett. I'm your host. This conversation took place on July 22nd, 2021 with my guest, Crazy for Cactus. Kevin joined me today for the second time on the podcast. He originally joined me on episode four back in March. Here we are now, episode number 32. Really enjoyed it. We'll just jump right into it. Here's Kevin. Crazy for Cactus is back on the show.
1: Back in action sir
0: thank you so much uh, for being willing to come back on i appreciate it man
1: yeah yeah the sequel right
0: right yes yeah. round two
1: i don't know though you know sequels a lot of times they don't uh Aren't as good as the do... first <laughs> yeah so we're, we're gonna have to work we're gonna have to work hard here to, to keep these folks entertained
0: uh, we'll see i mean i i know personally myself i'm in a better place than i was when we did that episode, when was that? Mark, back in March, right? It was, yeah. Yeah, a lot of life has happened since then, man. It has. Lots of growing and stuff.
1: Always, man.
0: Growing of plants, too. What have you been up to?
1: You know, um, I started a new job about four, oh, awesome. four four and a half months ago. Okay. So I, I did kind of an interim uh, opportunity with some uh, Google consulting company. And uh, the last f- almost five months, I've been with a large retailer. Now uh, that I joined and I've been having re- an amazing time. It's a fantastic organization. I got a really great team and, uh, you know, still working from home, which is cool. Wonderful. But yeah, but the uh, the corporate office is in Emeryville, so up north near San Francisco. Okay. So I'm doing like a once a month trip up there, which is, you know, I haven't, you know, I haven't been traveling much at all. And so it was, you know, I traveled a couple of weeks back for like the first time on an airplane in like, you know, almost two years. How was that? So it was cool. It really was. Yeah. Yeah, I me, mean, I flew with a buddy. We flew out of uh, Orange County, but it's like this offshoot, JSX, like these uh, kind of private charter jet thingies, like through, I think through JetBlue. Uh-huh. And it was like the most painless experience I've ever had of flying. Like we showed up and easy getting on and off. And, you know, we Ubered to the office. It was like, it was super cool. So, not a lot of people flying. You know, it wasn't even that small plane, it wasn't full. Cool. Very cool. I was talking to my wife and she was saying, you know, hey, you know, one of these times you should fly up and then drive back. Hmm. And I could hit all those cool plant places, you know, poots and all these, you know, these epic places that are up in that area. Yeah. You know, kind of take my time and, you know, that that seven, eight hour drive back, you know, see some friends and check out some places and load the car up, you know.
0: Speaking of Navarro, we were just speaking of him a moment ago. I know he's up in that area as
1: well, right? Yeah. He's in Castroville. Yeah, yeah yeah let's go there a while back, I think a year a year or two ago maybe longer I took my family we drove from Orange County all the way to Colorado and back mm. Um, and then we did another trip up north and when we were up north we um, you know I kind of googled and I was like oh, I'd never met Manuel and I said man we're like 30 minutes from him we've got to drop by this guy yeah and so I dropped in and you know he was arguably cooler in person than oh, he yeah. was you know then he was, uh, you know, on the on the phone, you know, or on the, you know, Instagram, but he was a really great guy. Great stuff too. Amazing nursery. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Fascinating yeah. man with a, a very interesting view of the world for sure. Definitely. But yeah. even his content is, is great for sure too. Keeps it interesting.
1: It does. Yeah.
0: I was going to ask you about uh, hot spots because you were just talking about these, you know, for example, Poots and Navarro's. What what are some other hotspots that you could recommend to like maybe some newer folks in the community or yeah. looking to explore?
1: You know, I think, you know, I'll start kind of in Orange County where I'm based. I mean, you've got the great nurseries like, you know, Green Touch and you've got Mescala, and you've got Garibaldos. You know, those are always my three staples. Of course. Um, you know, you, you certainly got Desert Creations, you know, down in L.A., um, for me, like I'm, I'm hitting up San Diego a lot. You know, I try to get out there like once a month because there's just, you know, the concentration of great places. I mean, you've got, uh, you know, growers like Peter W. and Petra, you know, Stephen Dewey are out there. Uh, but then you got, you know, J Nursery, you've got Botanic Wonders, you've got Grigsby's, you can hit Solana Succulents on the way back, you hit Nekave's out there. You know, it's so, you know, in a day you can hit you Know three four places you got Rancho Soledad, who's got some you know ridiculous agave plants. Um, you know, there's just a bunch of them, so yeah, you know, that San Diego for me is like you know, I really enjoy that trip.
0: I'm gonna listen back to that because I have my, my girlfriend's from San Diego and I'm down there all the time, but I haven't hit any of those spots yeah. any any San Diego spots, yeah. really. And I know Fallbrook is like jump in with Fallbrook, yeah. So you right? got
1: um, you got Rojas succulents out in Fallbrook, you've got um who else is out in Fallbrook? Um, actually i went to um oasis gardens out in the riverside the other night mm. you know there's pockets of people everywhere yeah you know yeah and that's really that's kind of my jazz these days is you know where where are the people where are the places right and i've kind of leaned in heavily to photography mm-hmm. you know so I, like i love the plants is what brings everything together that's the the anchor but for me it's really been like i have just I just love taking pictures of plants. we right? trying to find that perfect angle, that perfect plant, you know, meeting the people and that sort of thing. And so, you know, I'll just, I'll go and just shoot three, 400 photos. And then I come back and jump in my bed and, you know, kind of look through and, you know, and I love putting that together and, and you know, sharing the, the adventure, you know?
0: Yeah. And providing a service truly to not only the, the community, but also the places that you're going to, you know, like showcasing yeah. them. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. see it. You're pumping out photos.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. kind of my jazz, man. You know, it's, it, and I think we maybe talked about it last time, but, you know, the plants, you know, I think like for this community, like the plants are really, you have to like plants. Like that's kind of the only, the, the, your entry fee, right? right. You just got to like plants. That's really it. Mm-hmm. You know, and for me, it, it kind of opened up a whole world of, of, of connecting or reconnecting to nature. Yeah. You know, I remember I was chatting with a guy. Um, Len married to plants on Instagram and we were chatting about you being plant blind. And Mm -hmm. I think, I, I don't know if you, but I think in the world we walk around and we just really don't notice or see we just, we've seen it for so long that you just really don't take notice. But I think if you fall in love with cactus, succulents and that sort of thing, you're really looking at the details of the plants and you're appreciating them at a different level. And so for me, like going out there, I'm noticing everything else. Right. Right. And so, you know, it's one of those things where, You know, it reconnected me to nature. But at the same time, there's other people that are doing this. And so I'm really building, you know, friendships and community. And I'm plugged in with, you're in the same circle. Like, there's so many awesome people. And so, you know, building these friendships. And I kind of said, I said before, like, I've made more friends in the, the COVID lockdown in person, like relationships over COVID than I did the five years, you know, previous combined. Yeah. Right. And then kind of the last side of the triangle is really the art piece of it, right? That, you know, these these plants are nature's art. And so I'm learning to appreciate them as a work of art, um, but at the same time, you know, putting them in pots and staging and making them look, you know, absolutely beautiful and perfect. And, uh, you know, then taking a photograph and trying to get that angle and looking, where, where's the sun and how, how can I get it to shine through these, these terminal spines on this agave and showcase you know, and then get that out and share that, right? It is an it is an appreciation for, you know, what nature's created. So it's kind of like this circle for me. You know, I'm, my it's satiating, a lot of different things. My connection with nature. I mean, I talked earlier about my job. Uh, you know, I'm a computer. I'm a technical guy. Mm-hmm. And so to get me outside of nature is is very healing. Yeah. You know, and then I'm building these relationships with like-minded people. You know, having you know a grand time, and then I'm you know, tapped into this artistic side, which I didn't know that I had, but it's, you know, finding these plants and staging them and, you know, making them look awesome. And then the pictures and that whole thing and videos and whatever it is. Right. And so it's, it's been a very, very fulfilling hobby, you know, and I didn't really think that, you know, falling in love with an agave peri in the very beginning, it would lead to, to, you know, to what this is, but, you know, I guess, you know, when you're passionate about something, you know, that sort of stuff is, uh, it surfaces, right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can see the passion in your eyes for sure. I quoted you a handful of times, anytime that we somehow found our way to plant blindness, I have mentioned that, that you brought that up yeah. before yeah. and it stuck with me for sure. Cause what I think is, is funny though, too, is,
1: you know, back in the day, all the nurseries that I mentioned, I've hit every one of those nurseries solely specifically looking for agave. plants, Right. Mm. And that's it. And I, and now that I've been back over, course of a couple of years and my focus has changed you know now i'm kind of like a equal opportunity guy like if it looks cool i don't care what kind of planet is you know i'm I'm interested i'm likely going to you know buy it or seek it or take a picture of it but you know revisit these places that i've been to two and three times and i'm like man i didn't realize they had euphorbias over here or cactus over here or you know this crazy section of echeverias or something right so it's you know i think there's there's different uh different segments to the thing
0: yeah it's easy to overlook all these other beautiful plants when we're so focused on cactus or succulents
1: yeah but you know jeremy uh hidden agave he he uses a hashtag and i think i even mentioned it last time that you know there is no end to cool plants right there really isn't i mean no matter where you go you always find something cool there's always a variation or a new species or something and you know i look on instagram every day and i'm like what the hell is that you know yeah yeah
0: I really envy the guys like you that are out there like actually going and doing stuff. I mean, you're out there. I see you. You're on the move constantly and I probably make excuses to some extent, but also like I just don't have that opportunity and I would love to get there for sure. Like when my kid gets a little older, I I want to, I long for that for sure to like establish these more personal uh, connections and, you know, actually see all these cool places. I haven't seen um, the majority of them. The majority yeah. of them.
1: I think, you know, it, it, I think the, the the challenge or the the goal is really balanced, right? I know you got a young one. Yeah. You know, my kids are a little older 12 and nine. Yeah. You know, and, I, and I'd be lying to say that, you know, my life is completely balanced that, you know, my spiritual and personal and professional and my hobbies, you know, all balanced and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm satisfying each area. Right. You know, for, for me, you can obviously tell there's a lot of passion, but they're really, the passion is driven by, you know, I think you're a lot of like men, the, you know, obsessive type behaviors yeah. that, you know, <laughs> right. if, if one's good, then three's probably even better. Mm-hmm. You know, I use the tagline, you know, anything worth doing is worth overdoing. And so, you know, there is that tendency. So you say, man, you know, that crazy for cactus, he's everywhere. Well, you know, when you've got that, uh, you know, kind of Uh, you know innate behavior like that's driven me my whole life Mm -hmm. you know that kind of stuff is bound to happen but you know my wife is is pretty awesome and you know i've known her for for so so many years Uh, you know she checks me every now and again and you know pulls me back time to come home kevin (laughs) yeah pretty much you know you know and and i try to use the excuse sometimes like you know well i asked if i could go right you know she's very accommodating but it's like you know there's family duties and responsibilities and so it you know sometimes and i think it guys too we're very um you know we're very like tunnel vision like i'm on the mission right mm-hmm. so i get this idea like i gotta go see you know uh, somebody down i got this plant this thing right it's a mission oriented man i gotta i gotta complete the mission right yeah. and so it's it's being aware of of the other areas of your life and you are trying your best to balance, yeah. you know, I, I maybe make excuses sometimes or, you know, try to justify that, you know, it could be worse. I could be doing this hobby or this thing or whatever, you know, yeah. but at the end of the day, it's, it's, uh, you know, you got to try to, you know, balance, balance life. It's, it's a, it's a juggling act sometimes.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I imagine that you're still very family oriented. You strike me as a, as an excellent father. So yeah, I know. appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I, 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 I'm, I'm doing that with this, you know, the same thing I've been just like diving into it head first. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm kind of pumping the brakes a little bit. I'm going to yeah. take a step back.
1: Yeah. It's a kind of funny story about, about, about family. So my wife, Jennifer, um, known her since I was 15. So that was 31 years ago. So we've been, you know, she's my ride or die. We've been, yeah. you know, right for forever, but when we did the last podcast, um, you know, I, I didn't catch it, but she took a drive with my oldest and they were listening to the podcast. And then I got a phone call like midstream and they were like, they started busting my chops they were like, like currently married. So I think somewhere in there, you know, I said, said something like, you know, yeah, I'm currently married. And so <laughs> they were like, you're currently married. Like what, what options do you have as you opposed know? to, as if, yeah. So, you know, I, I gotta give a shout out to my wife. That's uh, right. you know, I, I don't want to sleep on the couch anymore. It's been months and months of that, <laughs> but yeah, so it's, it's pretty awesome. Me, her and I've been together, you know, for she's uh, 14, 15 years marriage and, you know, been, been riding together for 30 plus and that's awesome. You know, good deal. So, yeah. But you know, it's, I think it's a, it's important, at least for me, to ensure that I'm giving them ammunition to, to bust my chops. Right. That's, that's part of, part of what I do, you know? Absolutely. It's that in my driving skills, I drive like ridiculously slow. Do you? you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm that guy, that you know, get on the freeway, get right behind that, that semi truck, you know, set the, set the speed at, you know, 65 and a half miles an hour. And, you know, I'm good all the way to where we need to go. Cruising. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. cool.
0: Yeah. Awesome so you, you down to get into some questions
1: ah yeah absolutely i'm i'm curious to see what uh what comes up hopefully there's some uncomfortable ones and some weird ones and all right
0: we got from victor prick he said what is your next dream plant since you have amazing ones already
1: my next dream plant um there's a really weird euphorbia I can't am drawing a blank on the name, but it's actually on the on a t-shirt that Arid Lands uh, has. Mm-hmm. And I think they're, they're they're hard to grow. Most of them I think are grafted. And it's a really funky one. So I'll have to figure out I'll see if I can remember the name, but that would be a nice one. I'm looking for really funky euphorbias. I'm still I still got that itch big time. Obscure. Obscure. Yeah. I mean, if if I've got if I've got a choice between you know and like a copia boas right for instance are pretty hot right now i think they're pretty cool uh-huh. or you know some awesome hybrid variegated you know agave plant or some other thing and if there's a table of all these things i'm i'm still going to the euphorbia right you know if, if i got only a set amount of money like i'm i'm hitting the euphorbia first i'm satiating that and then you know moving on yeah.
0: you know, i'm always
1: yeah yeah it's interesting i yeah the euphorbia
0: I am, I'm still new to it. I got I got to dive in. What is your yeah. take? This is from Inland Cactus. What is your take on collecting and the dynamic of the Instagram
1: relationship?
0: What is your take on collecting and the dynamic of the
1: Instagram relationship? Yeah, I mean, I think social media in general is a tool. It's a vehicle for all kind of different things. I mean, you know, you can use it to, for social, share your family pictures. I mean, I have a personal Instagram that I have like 27 followers and it's mm-hmm. just my family, you know, and so it's a, it's a forum for me to share my life in that way with, you know, a, a certain set of people. It's you know, private account. Yeah. You know, but I think on the cactus account, you know, for me, it's a way for me to share my love of plants. Mm-hmm. And it started out if you, if you were to scroll, I mean, I think I posted like 3,500 pictures or something insane, but if you scroll all the way down to the beginning and you kind of start moving up you'll see it's just plants 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 and plants mm-hmm. and you know Aaron Floritopia was the very first person that was in a picture with me and my face not that i was like oh i'm not going to show my face but i just didn't really think of it yeah. and then he came over for my birthday and brought me a, a a a cactus we traded and we got a picture together and that was the first time and so that really opened up the the ability for me to not only showcase the plants, but start to build relationships over Instagram. So it's like, like OG Agave, like he and I were friends for like a year over Instagram before I first met the guy. Yeah. Right. And then I, then I use it like, you know, I, I love, I love going down to like Green Touch or Garibaldos or Mescala or wherever it's at and doing a, Hey, check out this awesome plant I picked up from at Garibaldos or, you know, so right. it's a way to kind of, you know, showcase, you know, different places. And, you know, so there's a million different applications for it. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, I made like a, like a, not a rule, but like a personal thing that, that I was going to be extremely transparent about where I'm at, what I'm doing, where I got the plan, how much I paid, where did I get it from? There really is no secrets for me.
0: Mm. You know,
1: it's, you know, I'm not a seller, I'm a collector, Yeah. Uh, you know, and so I'd like to share that information. I get a lot of messages from people that are out of country or out of state, that just don't have access to these plants. I mean, we're blessed to be like, I mean, we're 30 minutes from places that have, you know, 20 hoop houses with the most amazing things, Yeah. you know, and so it's, you know, it's a way, you know, for me to share that, you know, that passion or those plants with folks that otherwise wouldn't, you know, and then, you know, for me, it's a way for me to, um, you know, to leverage the the photography, you know, it's kind of a cool, a cool vehicle to, you know, get, get nature out there, and I think there's there's all kind of people that, you know, follow us. I think it's people that they like pretty pictures, like that's really the extent of it. Yeah. You know, or they they like the adventure piece of it, or they like the the story behind it, or you know, maybe they're a really a diehard uh, you know cactus person, and they kind of just scroll through, you know, the other pictures, but when they see that that spiky cactus thing, they really get engaged. You know. Yeah. And, that, and I think there's a whole bunch of people. That really are, they really appreciate it, but they're just not the type to comment. And they just, you know, they appreciate it from afar and they're not really, you know, about, you know, too much about engagement, you know? Right. Yeah. But I think it's really the the, the opportunities and the, the the avenues are endless. It's just really personally, what is your intention for how it's used? You know, and for me, it's really just about sharing. I yeah. share everything. Whatever you want to know, how, you know, where I'm at, what I'm doing, who I'm with, where I get it, what the plan is, you know, I share it all.
0: Yeah. It is interesting though how showing your face is like something there's like almost something like taboo about it or something that feels, you know, off or something I like hesitate to show my face. <laughs> it's odd. I don't know why.
1: <laughs> I feel that, like you know. And I don't plans. know that I'm like like against it, but you know I think once that picture of Aaron and me you know i think it was one of those things where like you know my average likes was like 100 or something right and then the one i posted a of, of Florotopia and me i like got like 350 or so you know it's like a triple the number and i was like oh wow okay apparently people want to you know, like you. Stuff. yes yeah yeah and then the other thing i noticed too was was people like pictures of of a leafs or of, of plants or spikes or something or even you know a kind of a a, a, a shot a little bit back of, of, the, of the plant in the pot but what people seem to really like is, like, just weird pictures of, you know, stuff. Like, I remember way back in the day, it was a picture of a giant barrel cactus in the back of my Prius. Uh-huh. And I remember that, that post got, like, a thousand likes. And I, was like, <laughs> I thought it was, like, a, a weird, like, no, nah, there's got to be a glitch. But yeah. it was, like, this weird story. Like, when the hell do you ever see a giant barrel cactus in the back of a Prius, you know? Right. And it was just, it's that odd kind of, you know? Yeah yeah
0: well, i look i like to look at it as like appearing into somebody's life too like i get to get a little look into your life you know and that's kind of what i what my intention here is is to like you know come out from behind the screen and for us to be able to communicate a little bit more personal hear a little more personal side you know of each other's yeah. stories and yeah. it's been great like getting to know all these different people and seeing just how much we're all alike man it's awesome yeah.
1: especially when you get to meet up you know you oh, yeah. you chat with these folks you know and i don't do a whole lot of video chat you know yeah. me and cactus quest we talk so much junk and we have some good time in video chat but you know for the most part i'm not you know super on video chat so you only can get to know somebody so well over you know a, a text chain or whatever you meet these people in person and yeah. 99 out of 100 times they blow up they blow my expectations out of the water right they're so much cooler in person and you know if i've friended them on chat you know, in in real life, we're totally going to be friends,
0: you know? Yeah. 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 I'd like to get a little more face-to-face on the show even too. I had Mikey the other day. It was awesome. We had a nice little dinner. So it's a lot better having that, that connection and being able to like actually exchange energy with each other. Let me see what else I have here. Yeah. I've got one from J Ford's zero one one. Any recommendations on a shade structure?
1: Uh, not really. And the reason being for me, I don't use shade structure. So the sure. way my backyard is situated is I get about three hours ish of morning sun uh-huh. and it hits my um, stainless steel tables and it hits my little shelf I built and then it hits my euphorbia shelf. So I get some like really, really amazing morning sun and mm. then I get shade the rest of the afternoon. Wow! And so, you know, through the course of a year, Nothing really gets burned. I don't get, you know, a, a long, you know, stretch of, of direct sun. Certain parts of my yard do, but, you know, at least where my collection is or the the good stuff, if you will, you know. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But there's, you know, there's guys out there that have done a really great job. Insane Succulents mm-hmm. has some amazing. He's got a fantastic greenhouse, but he's got shade structures that he built for his syphostemas. Mm-hmm. And that's about as nice as it gets there. Uh, so like Masol, haven't been out there, but at the pictures I've seen, his greenhouse, shade house stuff is is epic. Yeah. 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 So like, th- those are some of the guys I'd hit up. For sure. For sure.
0: Let's see what else we got here. We have your cacti sucks. Edgar said, what's on the top of your wish list plant? We we went there, but we weren't sure what the name
1: was. Yeah. You what's, want to give me two seconds? I, I can grab the shirt. We can figure out what it is. Absolutely, why not? All right, give give me two seconds. So it is a Euphorbia Schizacantha. Schizacantha. It <laughs> uh, it's got the two. There we there we go. We go. Euphorbia shizacantha yeah and it's on the the front of this shirt that uh, arid lands has I bought it it's a really interesting weird euphorbia so for those of you that are listening you know do a google on that thing it's a pretty it's like it looks like almost like a weird tree looking thing, but it's got stripes and colors and spikes and like it's pretty amazing. I have honestly never even seen one in person. I've seen mm. pictures but yeah mm.
0: Mm. and yeah.
1: where do those come from uh, probably not a gas car okay. And then the shirt says, "Happy happiness is a state of euphorbia.
0: <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I had to have, I was, we were there and
1: I'm like, hey, you got any more of them shirts? Yeah.
0: yeah. I'm a sucker for puns, dude, because I'm a dorky ass dad. I love dad puns. I <laughs> <Yep, laughs> follow yep. all these pun pages on my regular page. All right. Selignosol, David said, tell us a funny plant story followed by, he wants to know what is the plant that still eludes you? And I think we know what it is.
1: Yeah. Euphorbia cantha eludes me. I haven't even seen one. A funny plant story. Uh, okay. This is a good one. So I think I might even mention it before. So I'm obviously quite extroverted, right? Uh-huh. My, my wife is, is introverted. And so, you know, a perfect yin and yang, if you will. Uh-huh. And I will, I will, rope her into these excursions right and and every time we go on these excursions she always swears that she's never going to go on another one again but it, it's like <laughs> it's like that mission I was talking about right so I see a post on on Facebook marketplace or or a craigslist you know certain plant available and generally if you're like giving stuff away or super cheap and I'm in the back of my mind I'm thinking I got a shovel and I got a truck and I'm I'm the guy And so there was a lady that had just moved into a a house in Laguna beach Mm -hmm. that had this big giant aloe tree was probably nine foot tall Mm -hmm. and she wanted 40 bucks for it. So I was like, Oh my God, I'm all over this. So I messaged her. She said, yeah, come down and get it. So we drove my wife's uh, GMC Denali down there Mm -hmm. and uh, got out when it went down this, this property, you know, arguably multi multi multi-million dollar house views of the ocean and on the back patio, Overlooked like this, this, this you know, huge hills and all this stuff, and there was this big giant pot that had this aloe tree in it, and so you know, I brought like a, a a a dolly and like a blankets and stuff, and I'm looking at the thing and I'm like, there's freaking no way, we we can't lift this thing, there's just no way, and so for like four seconds I was thinking like, let's just bounce, and then I was like, you know what, I'm on a mission, let's come on, let's figure this out, and so I had a the brilliant thought of hey. What if i got a, a hammer and i broke the the pot off of it got all of the dirt off it like like i think mm. we can move the, the tree mm. and so i told this to my wife and you know she's got that look on her face like you're crazy and so <laughs> i asked the, the owner guy i was like hey you got a hammer and he goes yeah and so i told him i said i'm gonna break this pot off you know i'll, I'll clean it up but you know i want to I, I get all the dirt off so we get it saturday night. he goes sure and so i started swinging this hammer you know, and, and my wife, in her mind, you know, she sees like big giant shards of terracotta flying <laughs> towards this 20-foot, 20, 20 you know, sliding glass door, you know, where, where, and then dirt everywhere. And so, you know, I made a m- huge mess. Like, it was it was really messy. And then we get this this uh, aloe tree, and we start dragging it down, like, the side of the house. And it's dragging dirt from where we were all the way up these stairs, you know, dragging the roots and, you know, dirt all the way. And we get it in our car. <laughs> And about four feet of the plant sticks out the back. Like we can't even get it in the <laughs> car. And so we tie this thing down and, you know, the allotry is hanging out the back know, we clean up, you know, clean up the, uh, the yard. We jump back in the car and I get in there and I go, Oh my God, that was so awesome. I can't believe that. She goes, she looks, awesome. She goes, you are absolutely insane. I'm never going on one of these adventures with you ever again. <laughs> and then as we are driving home, uh, so apparently, somebody uh, that follows me on Instagram saw me and took a picture of it. And when I posted it, when I got home, they said, "Oh my God, I saw you on Laguna Canyon Road driving with that aloe out the back of your car." <laughs> Wild. But there's been there's been a million of those, you know, digging out uh, why yucca Spanish daggers from some guy's house in Corona. Hmm. You know, just there's been uh, a, a back in the day a giant. Uh, agave americana mm-hmm. that are like you know, those are about as common as it gets but you know almost killed myself in riverside one time digging one out of some guy's front yard it was 95 <laughs> degrees me and the owner we couldn't even lift it was so big we couldn't even lift it in the back of the truck i had to flag some dude down driving down the street and speak as little spanish as i speak and like you know hey, you know man, come on <laughs> to get this thing in the car you know but uh you know it takes what it takes man you know the truck and a shovel that's it
0: yeah Sounds like you're not just crazy for cactus. <laughs> I'm just crazy, it, 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 <laughs> just crazy generally for it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a fun story, man. You're peeling like a Facebook Marketplace and Offer Up and stuff, right? Like looking for things yeah. like this, right?
1: Yeah. If you if you checked out my backyard, so I have you know the backyard itself is fairly small. It's a concrete area, you know, little grass, little fake grass. But then I got these big, huge hills. And mm. so back in the day, it was like I'll take anything, like agaves, whatever. And so, I mean, I probably got 40, you know, agave attenuatas that, have been, you know, I've picked up, given to me, like there was a lady that redid her yard and she had like two dozen attenuatas that they're in her driveway, come by and pick them up. Mm. I went and picked up every single one of them, mm. you know, put them, you know, put them on my hill. And so if you go down like the side of my house, same kind of thing, like most of that stuff was either like really cheap, you know, 20, 30, 40 bucks yeah. for like big, big stuff, yeah. you know, or or it's uh you know free. If people saying, you know, we want to get rid of the spiky stuff in our yard. Yeah. So, you know, I would troll the offer up, let go, Facebook, Craigslist, you know, like the last weekend or the weekend before. Some lady had a really really nice big barrel cactus. I drove with my wife out to Corona. Paid $25 for this thing, hmm. you know,
0: hmm. put it in the
1: back of the truck. So, if they're out there. They're sure. mostly common stuff, you know, but if you're looking to redo your yard, you want a couple of big statement pieces. Like, it's out
0: there. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, I yeah. know people that have done that. So, like, landscaped their whole property with just free stuff, free plants. Yeah. Let's see what else we got here. So, the plant that still eludes you. Tell me the name of it again. I'll never remember Sh- it. Shizacantha. <laughs> Shizacantha. Uh GT Nursery, why are you so awesome?
1: Why am I so awesome? Um, Because you guys allow me to be. And I think that's, <laughs> you know. I try my best really to be authentic, you know, and I said it for a while that, you know, I truly believe that if you met me in Target randomly or you met me in an airport or you met me at a cactus show, I'm the same guy. Like I'm not different here than I am on Instagram or I am, you know, at work, like I'm the same guy at work. Like This is me, hmm. you know, but what I think, you know, uh, Oscar green touches, is recognizing is that the community itself is awesome. Yes, it is. And if you if you look across our population, we've got every shape, size, color, you know, you name it. And mm-hmm. what I found is that it really allows people to be authentic and be themselves. If you if you're willing to get vulnerable and take that leap, mm-hmm. you know. And so you know, I've made friends with so many different people. Um, and so you know, I think this community fosters awesomeness. You know, Absolutely. awesomeness, I believe, is really a state of mind. Mm. And, you know, you, we come from a similar background. You know, I lived in darkness for quite some time, mm. you know, and there was a point in time when I made that decision that I was no longer going to live in darkness. I wanted to lean into the light. Mm. And so, you know, I, I applied, um, you know, the law of attraction, manifestation, and, you know, determined that, you know, what I focus on becomes a reality, and so i focus on success and being awesome and being kind and being loving and being whatever that is yeah you know and so you know for me it's why am i awesome because that's truly i i try to focus on being as awesome as i can being the best version of myself and i think year over year you know if you're if you're constantly on that on that path you know whatever the mind focuses on the mind gets so would you argue that that darkness helps facilitate you becoming
0: as awesome as possible, or, you know, having this more light-driven li- uh, life.
1: Yes, I mean, I think for me, it was absolutely necessary or mm. critical. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there we talked about Thich Nhat Hanh before, mm-hmm. Vietnamese Buddhist Briefly. monk, and he has a book and a saying, it's it's no mud, no lotus, right? And so if you've seen the lotus flower, it's an absolutely stunning, beautiful flower, mm-hmm. but it grows in a pond in mud. That's mm-hmm. so what he's basically saying is without the mud, there's no Lotus. Right? right. And so I think conversely, you know, without darkness, there can't be light. So it's, it's that dichotomy of, you know, whatever. And so for me, I understand what it means to live in negativity and darkness and, you know, any kind of uh, unsatisfactory, you know, manner. And so, you know, for me nowadays, I, I have zero tolerance for that. Mm-hmm. So I surround myself with positive people and positive energy the music that I listen to is uplifting. The things that I read is uplifting. You know, the self talk, the conversations that I have, mm. the people that I associate with, you know, all that stuff. Um, you know, I believe truly that we are always consuming and that consuming affects you. Yeah. If you, even at, at a subconscious level, mm. if, if you, even if you don't recognize, you know, things consciously affecting your opinions and different things absolutely you know it all it all goes in there it doesn't mm-hmm. just go away you consume it and it, it, it changes you your physiology i think it changes all that and so i make a really concerted effort to to only surround myself with you know positive and positivity but at the same time me i put that out you know i, I really try really hard to put that out into the world because i believe that what you put out there you get back
0: mm. you know do you think that it's possible given the right scenario or environment that you could fall back in, into those older ways?
1: Absolutely. I think that, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous, if you're familiar with that at all, mm-hmm. talks about, um, you know, my, my well-being is contingent upon a spiritual, um, um, ma- the maintenance Wait, of a spiritual program. Yeah. And so, you know, whether you subscribe to that or not, you know, I believe that, you know there's a lot of weird stuff going out there and i think any of us can get sucked down any rabbit hole yes any topic you want to talk there's so much stuff yes and so i think for me it's it's a, it's around you know protecting that uh, surrounding myself with spiritual principles positivity love kindness you know inclusion and yeah. you know, all that stuff but i think you know the minute that i put my guard down you know i think i could get sucked down the political hole or the whatever hole yeah. you know i think it's it's not difficult
0: the daily reprieve the daily reprieve yeah. contingent
1: upon maintenance of a spiritual program
0: yeah i i wholeheartedly believe that for sure it has to be one day at a time and one bad decision away from you know going right back to where i was or worse and yeah. uh i don't think that any of us are different that we could all be that homeless guy on the street talking to himself you know we yeah. all could be given yeah. the right you know environment and stressors and you know
1: yeah but you know but i also really believe that we all are influencers in one way or another whether we realize it or not you know and i do subscribe to the the your energy arrives long before you do i mm. think we all have the ability to change situations um even before words are spoken mm. the tone and and the way that you answer and the things that you do and you know, different things. And so it's, it's, for me, it's, it's checking that, that am I bringing the right intention? Am I bringing the right level of, of energy, excitement, you know? Mm. So it's, it's preparing for that, that, you know, I I realize that, that as just as a deep, by default, as a human being, you know, I have the ability to influence others, my kids, my wife, my friends, community, whatever it is. And what, what do I want to do with that, that power that I think we're all given? because yeah. i want to influence everybody and i want to leave the situation better than it was when i found it yes you know yeah yeah And in, in return I'm, I'm met tenfold in return you know mm.
0: Mm.
1: yeah so giving selfishly you know give getting you know unselfishly
0: mm. what does this maintenance like look like for you on a day-to-day basis
1: yeah, so I, I'm a, a big meditator. So I do, you know, um, kind of default meditation on the breath. I think it's a kind of an easy anchor. Um, and then, I, you know, I read a, a lot of different spiritual uh, literature. I'm still plugged into the Buddhist community. I get emails and, you know, articles and readings and different things. Mm. Um, I have a, a Friday morning group of men uh, that I meet with called the Mastermind. And it's about it's six of us now, and essentially what it is, it's a way for us to check in every single week. We get together from six to eight a.m. on Friday, and we take our masks off, and we get you know elbow to elbow knees to knees, and we get real about what's going on. And the purpose of the group is really the elevation of you know self worth, uh, uh, growing our lives, you know success, and, and so you know having a vehicle like that where I can. Tell them a hundred percent what's going on, not seventy-five, mm. or not you know. Tell somebody what I think they want to hear. Mm. You know th- that group, you know, has been ri- ridiculously instrumental in in kind of busting through the the the, uh, uh, the the barriers, the red zone kind of things where you know self-worth, limiting behaviors, limiting beliefs. You know, we read uh, you know the science of getting rich, and you know, there's different books that we read and. You know, so I think that and then, you know, it's no secret I'm a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, been sober a long, long time. Mm-hmm. So I do AA every week. I do this meeting with my guys every week. And then in between, you know, there's meditation and breath work and readings and, you know, and then a, a smattering of plant type love and friendships and Instagram and nature yeah. and, you know, an outlet for me to, to put my energy into because you know, as we talked about my uh, obsessive type nature, I'm going to find something to obsess on. And I've Mm -hmm. known that, but at this point in my life, you know, I've realized that, you know, I get, I can choose where where I want to spend my time. Yeah. And I've turned that what could be a, a, a negative. I've turned that into a positive that, you know, I can choose to focus on a hobby and choose to focus on how I want to expand my connections within Instagram and, how I want to use these things and you know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow. An intimate group there. Six people.
1: Yeah. It's been, yeah. we've been doing it for, I don't know, eight years. Wow. Like, like really like every single week wow. and we do, we do check-ins and you know, it's like the reality is what's really going on.
0: Very cool. Right. I yeah. Like
1: that. Yeah. And I don't know that there's a lot of that out there. I think there's yeah. this, you know, we wear these masks and, we play these roles depending upon where we're at, this work role and this, you know, whatever role. Yeah. And I think it's important to have a place, a safe place, you know, with other men or women, have a safe place with other women yeah. where they can, you know, talk about what's really going on.
0: Yeah, that is something that I ran into with Alcoholics Anonymous is uh, I found myself wearing a mask. And I do believe that many other people, you know, tell you, like you said earlier, uh, what you want to hear, you know, it's harder to get vulnerable and to get real. And when you're in those smaller groups and you actually know those people and yeah, you've developed these relationships, I mean, wow, that's got to be great.
1: Or, Or, you know, my feeling is that at some point you've achieved some level of sobriety or you've achieved some level of success or happiness, but you continue to to judge your insides by other people's outsides. Yeah. And so you have this weird feeling like I should be this much further along sure. or I should be there. Right. And so I'm not going to tell you what's really going on because I don't want to feel like I, you know, what am I doing yeah. wrong or different? Right. Yeah. And so that's kind of the whole point of this men's group is like, we don't play that game. Like right. it's where are you at? Yeah. You know, and the, the best thing is these guys all know me, And so body language, the way that I talk, the things that I say, you know, they call bullshit, like, Mm. come on, you know, what happened, unpack it, you know, we're not moving on, we're digging into this, tell us what's really going on, and then we work together to solve that problem, you know? Mm.
0: Mm. Yeah. And I think
1: critical, it's critical. Mm.
0: Yeah, I struggle with this inner critic, I call it my critic, and uh, he doesn't shut the fuck up. (laughs) He's just always fucking tearing everything apart it works harder than i do sometimes man And i've been trying to get to a point where i can like just like accept him and maybe utilize the positive aspects of it but it can yeah it can be really frustrating i think an outlet like that would be very useful i've honestly just one back you have one (laughs) (laughs) just one Uh, yeah uh, well yeah who knows i don't don't know but he's fucking i got a
1: committee bro i got a committee (laughs) i got like six eight ten people like talking shit all day Yeah. yeah
0: yeah I think an outlet like that would be useful. I have some more questions. Let's see.
1: Yeah.
0: We got Cactus Dan man. He said, when are you and cactus quest going to explore some more
1: insane nurseries? My answer would be like ASAP, like tomorrow, today. <laughs> He's about um, to have
0: a baby, isn't he?
1: He is. Yeah. yeah. He's, I mean, like any day. Yeah. Uh, so it's one of the things where, you know, we've kind of, put that on hold. I mean that he is you know Hunter an amazing human being you know we first went out to Anza Borrego and did some you know just a quick kind of half day trip that's where we kind of got to know each other and then I just remember like we drove to Arizona and back it's like seven hours and then we drove to San San Francisco and back area twice seven hours Mm -hmm. and like the time goes by like it's crazy and so you know there's nothing better than riding with somebody that you're like-minded with that you have the same you know our stories are very similar too and you know we like the same types of plans and you know and i always tell them i go man we ought to just put that gopro and just turn that sucker on i mean the shit we talk and the stuff we come up with on these trips like like b-roll like crazy crazy mm. stuff so mm. you know i'm hoping we schedule something soon but uh yeah they're fun yeah
0: cool you got one more this is the final question. He said, "Have you have you went to Africa to see euphorbia in habitat?
1: I have not. I have not. But uh, insane saguillans. If you ever follow, if you follow his account, mm. watch him. That dude posts some unreal, unreal pictures of. Uh, uh, I mean, just amazing. And so it definitely would be on my list uh, to go. You know, I've got a couple places. Uh, you know, Japan would be. You know, that's that's been on my list." Um, Vietnam is on my list, you know, Africa would be on my list, you know, those sort of things. But no, you know, I've been to, I got married in Costa Rica, Mm. which was pretty awesome. And then uh, my aunt and uncle live in Australia, been Mm. there twice. And then I putzed around Mexico a little bit. Other than that, that's kind of really it. I haven't really traveled outside of really California, Nevada, Arizona for any plant related stuff. But I think that know definitely there's there's uh i'd love to
0: what are you looking to see in japan and in thailand
1: i mean i'm big on culture i'm big you know the the architecture is amazing bonsai you know japanese maples you know samurai it's all the whole thing you know you know i think maybe in a past life if you believe in that I, i think i was was born over there have some descendants or something i've just always been drawn The movies that i still watch you know buddhism my teacher like it's all you know it's there's just something about i don't want to say the simplicity of it but the the perfection in what they do the craft in there it's just yeah there's just a lot there that i would love to go explore yeah well
0: i do i do think there's some simplicity or like minimalistic things to their culture but like beautiful and simple
1: yeah I mean, the quality, craftsmanship, you know, everything from the architecture, the walls, the floors, the swords, the the outfit, like everything is just, you know, they, I think it's the ikigai is a, is a term that, I read an article about um, the largest population of people that are over a hundred years old is in Okinawa, Japan. Wow. And they, and they thought it was, you know, partially because of diet. I think they eat a lot of fish and, you know, there's a lot of reasons, but what they found really is they found that they believed it was related to Ikigai and it has to do with living your life's purpose that, Mm. you know, there's a, like a diagram that you can kind of try to mark up and figure out, you know, what are you passionate about? What are you good at? What do you like doing? What can you make money at doing? And it's kind of all these inputs that kind of produce an output of what, you know, what is your, your role. Right. Mm. And so I think a lot of these people there, they're living their purpose. They're living their, their, their best life. Mm. And so I think when you're living that, it just breeds a long life, low stress. Sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. There's definitely something mysterious about their culture as well. And they, they drink a lot of tea I know that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> tea, rice, fish. Yeah, for sure. Awesome, man. So what else, are you, what else you got going on? What's, what do you, what do you got going on on a day-to-day basis right now?
1: Um, You know, working, uh, you know, I manage, uh, you know, like I said, a, a large retailer, I do infrastructure and operations. So mm-hmm. it's kind of polar opposite from, you know, plants and nature. And so, you know, I'm hammering on, you know, the computer all day and, and organizing, you know, infrastructure related stuff. Um, and then I spend time with the family yeah. and then, you know, trying to, trying to fit in adventures, you know, wherever I can. Mm. Um, The the cool thing is most of the time I'm out in the backyard messing around with plants. And so, you know, the family kind of knows, you know, where they can find me. Right. But uh, you know, it's like I said, it's a balance between, you know, spending time with the family and doing that sort of stuff and, you know, taking care of myself, you know, working all day, you know, eight, 10 hours a day, there's gotta be, I think a, a personal release, a way for you to kind of, decompress yes. you know and i really find that i get that with my plants but you know, it's one of the things i got to be be cognizant and careful of the the obsessive piece that you know that there's three people inside that are you know waiting for me or that are you know needing my attention and so it's it's, it's that's you know the focus is on the balance yeah well yeah. I, f-
0: I feel that same way with uh just the social media to be honest i if i were to tell you my screen time sometimes man it's fucking embarrassing and it's yeah. like i that's why i want to take a step back from the podcast a little bit and maybe just start really focusing on more in-person interviews more than anything but and maybe not even promoting uh, episodes as much and yeah just like i really feel like it's been become an issue it's 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 like getting in the way sometimes man and i
1: i hear you on that man. yeah yeah i've been kind of doing this I mean, I I post a lot. What I've tried to do lately is, you know, I I take a lot of pictures, right? And so, you know, I try to, I try to use it as it was designed. Instagram, like you're supposed to, kind of post, like you know, what you just kind of sort of did. Yeah. So for me, you know, I'll take a bunch of pictures, and like I'll just do three pictures, boom, 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 like you know, within five minutes of each other, you know, and then kind of take a breather, right, and then maybe come back a little bit later and then start looking through the feed and seeing what else is going on and comment and engage and like, but I feel you, it's, it's one of them things where, you know, you can get sucked in, you can go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. You know, it can
0: become like a coping mechanism. Even like for me, if I, I don't want to feel whatever's going on (laughs) internally, I can just, you know, zone out on that. But, you uh, watch
1: the uh, the social dilemma, yeah? Yeah,
0: dude. Yeah, That's you watch crazy. that, and it makes you just like, "What yeah. am I doing, dude?" You yeah. know what I mean? Not, yeah. not to mention they're like profiting off of our data and all that stuff. It's a whole nother conversation. But yeah, I remember like in the MySpace days, in the early days, you would go onto your computer to go onto social media, you know, yeah. and it'd be like maybe like an hour, yeah, you know, one sitting. Yeah. So I don't know. It's become. It's we're like so intertwined with with the with the uh, electronics now. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. I think it's a matter
1: of, um, you know, being clear with the purpose. What's, what's the purpose? What, what are you attempting to get out of it or give to it and, you know, trying to stay true with the purpose. And, you know, for me, it's like, it's a half and half. I, I try to share as much as I can without getting overboard. Yeah. And I try to go in and engage as much as, as possible right. without going overboard. I mean, there's nothing more that I like personally than going and hitting your account and, you know, these, everybody who asks questions, like I hit those accounts and I love their pictures and their stories and their comments. And, you know, some of the stuff is hilarious stuff. And then the stories people put up like that, like it's, it's, it's fascinating and
0: funny and engaging. And there's definitely a fulfilling aspect of it as well. You know, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's an amazing tool for sure.
1: And there's probably some of that, you know, FOMO or, you know, fear of missing out, right. What Mm -hmm. am I missing? Or, Mm -hmm you know, oh, I've been, I've been away for an hour. You know, I, I must've missed something. There's a lot. I mean, it's so real time. There's so much going on, that, uh, you know, the anxiety, I think it can, can, can grab you. Right. Right. So will you be
0: at the inner city show?
1: 100%. What days? Uh, yeah. I'm going to go Friday. I'll be there uh, early. I'm on the fence, maybe not on the fence, but I was going to bring a couple of plants. I got some, a couple of really nice euphorbias. you know, bigger older specimens that i think you know really i you know i'd like to get out there and you know show these things so mm. i'm thinking about doing that um but awesome. members get in, members get in at 7 30 a.m public mm. gets in at nine so i'll probably be there at six
0: <laughs> very cool have you yeah. done
1: is that something you've done before entered in, yeah. yeah inner city's free yeah it's awesome so the the sale itself is fantastic the show itself is even more fantastic the the quantity of show plants is like mind-blowing but last year we didn't have it the year before that i didn't i didn't have the relationships or i didn't have the mm. you know the, the the feelers as much as i do now so mm. like for me like i can't freaking wait to get there with a crazy for cactus shirt and just see everybody that, i mean like there's dozens and dozens and dozens of people that i hope to run into and hmm. you know, bring my camera and get pictures and like i'm, I'm anticipating a freaking amazing event yeah i spoke to some people
0: that are coming from out of state which is amazing yeah. like are you going it's the only reason why i went i'm going i bought tickets for my kids and for my, me and my girlfriend after somebody reached out was like hey i'm coming to the show i'd really like to meet yeah. you uh, from another there was state. an
1: article i saw at the la times plants thing or whatever said it was like the what do they call it? They call it the cactus and succulent fair. Like the way they described it was like it's like the biggest it's the biggest cactus and succulent thing ever. Like don't miss it. I realize
0: that. Yeah, I see that now. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Yeah. I'll be there Saturday. I'm I'm not sure what time. How does that work though? The show and the um, the sale are they on separate ground like separate spaces?
1: they're super close to show so if they if they set it up the way that they did last time Mm -hmm. the sale is outside Mm. and the show is just like just right over there inside a building Mm. um and so my understanding is friday is just the sale
0: Mm.
1: and then saturday is sale and show okay i don't think i'm pretty sure they're not doing the show on friday okay but i think you know are you are you more interested in getting in there and getting the great plants for, that are for sale? Are you more interested in waiting at the, at the, to the second day, getting into the sale and the show? I mean, either day is going to be great. You know, I'm going to really try, see if I can squeeze it in to do Friday and Saturday. I think okay. it would be great. You know, spend a couple hours each day would be awesome.
0: Yeah, this is totally something new to me. It'll be the first time I've ever gone to yeah. something like this. So I'm really psyched. And I got both my kids that day, my yeah. boy falls on the one of my visits with my son so yeah i'm really looking forward to it i definitely will take some plants home but i've been really also cutting back on the purchasing of
1: plants but yeah i'm excited to see some of these show specimens show stoppers. oh it's crazy <laughs> if you look back at the, they have the inner city show instagram if you look they've been posting a lot of these past year yeah like it's ridiculous man like some of the stuff is like so well grown so old 20 30 year old specimens it's like the the care the ongoing care and effort that it's taken to get some of these things to where they're at is like mind-blowing
0: mm. you know. and this is multiple cities uh clubs cactus yeah. club cactus, and I, cactus i think club.
1: i think people are coming down from up north up south like so it's yeah. not
0: just la it's like just LA. multiple counties yeah it's multi-state
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: right. So what
1: i was thinking of doing was maybe like a week before the show which we're getting close is to kind of start doing some posts about you know hey if you're at the show on Friday, let's meet at this place at 10 a.m. for a group photo yeah. or Saturday. If you're going to the show and you're going to be there between, you know, 10 and 2, meet at the, you know, the Yoda statue you know, or whatever. Meet somewhere and let's get as many people on Instagram together yeah. and get a kind of a group. I'm going to try to see if I can coordinate that. It'd be fun.
0: Yeah, that that'd be awesome, man. And that's something that I was hoping to... We could we've been talking about it like different people have come on and, and talked about like scheduling meets. I know you guys meet up all the time. I see you guys all the time, but like having some kind of meets for the community, you know, yeah. maybe even for some of the newer members
1: or you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Green Touch is doing some cool thing. I saw he posted yeah, the something the other day. A sunset thing. That's you know, that's pretty cool. And then Mellowist, if you've been down there, that place is absolutely amazing. And he does DJ and Jessica do such a great job, you know, getting different vendors. You yeah. know, very good. Troy was down there a week or two ago. I think Automata is going to be there this weekend. Like, yeah. you know, just great stuff. They got food and, you know, every time I go, there's always, you know, new people and different. It's, it's great. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I would like to talk to them. I've been meaning to actually reach out to them. I would love to. That would be a great. Interview event. Them. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few yeah. people on my radar that I, I need to reach out to. I'm going to I'm hoping to see kitoy on, on Saturday because uh, he's got a pot for me really yeah i got a i got a little pot for a plant that i, I bought from mikey the other day That's,
1: yeah that guy's amazing what a freaking true artist that guy is
0: man yeah
1: yeah solid guy too
0: yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely cool man thank you so much for doing this kevin
1: yeah around so what do you think about the sequel we
0: do okay i think we did great uh i'm feeling much better about it yeah but yeah for
1: sure it's good yeah i appreciate the opportunity this is fun you know you're doing god's work man you know I, I know you started with an idea i mean you've made it man you've realized that you've got a a catalog of fantastic interviews and you know i think every people are getting so much out of it you know they're they're hearing spiritual sides and you know you talked about politics a little bit and plants, and like you're touching on all the important things and you know it's it's good so thank you yeah, very I mean, much I'm for talking. saying that i appreciate that uh, yeah
0: it's come we've come yeah. a long way since the last time i spoke to you because i think you were like number four (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. dude you were number four and i'm hoping to get back to all those guys like i'm gonna do will and uh vic in person in august together and uh i'd like to talk to troy again yeah but yeah man it's it's i was thinking
1: about something earlier so there's this uh group that i attended way back it's called regional leadership forum and it was it's like a leadership thing and it was an eight week kind of course we would go for a couple of days uh, a week for a while and when we would come back the 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 guy that was leading the videos would say what has become clear since we last met
0: mm.
1: you know and so I was thinking about that as we were getting ready to talk I was like thinking all right what what has what has become clear what, what what what's been going on since we last met and so you just brought that up it's like you've got this you know life is happening and things are changing and where are you at now what are you doing so you know I think it's a great thing
0: you know yeah it's cool to look back and to see because i where i was you saw me i i was really struggling i had some moments where i would full-on disassociated in our last episode and uh it's been, been happening a lot less often now and uh been less anxious and you know really hit my groove i feel like i have like some momentum going here we are yeah. this is 32 i think <laughs> episode 32 It's fucking crazy yeah. i can't believe it but yeah, like I said, I'm slowing down a little bit. But thank you so much. I appreciate you coming back. Hi, I appreciate your time from the last time. And I doubt this will be the last time we do this, man. Maybe, Definitely. Maybe in person
1: one day. I would love that, man. Yeah. We'll come do it in my place.
0: That'd be great. I would. Yeah. yeah. If you'd be yeah. open
1: to that, I would love that.
0: I'm totally mobile. I'd absolutely. Come down, meet
1: the family, meet my dog, Steve, and we we'll hang out.
0: Rad. Yeah, I'm mobile, dude. We'll do it one day. We'll send you home with a euphoria. Hey, (laughs) it'll be like my third one probably ever.
1: (laughs) I don't know, man. You come over here, you might might become a fan.
0: I bet. No, I know. I know. I know. It's just, yeah. Too many things have my focus. That's
1: right. That's right.
0: Yeah. All right, dude. All right, man. Bless you. Yes, you as well. If everybody could please like, review, and subscribe to the podcast and hit the share button. That helps me. Thank you so much.